Don't say I, say we. What? We. We. Oh, okay. We, we. <laughs> you said we, we. <laughs> say it again. We, we. <laughs> Your conscience has spoken. Kids is a coming-of-age drama film released in 1995 and directed by Larry Clark. Kids follows a day in the life of a group of teenagers in New York as they partake in sexual acts and drug use. The movie is available on the Dimension Movies app. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film begins with a 17-year-old boy named Telly having intercourse with a young girl, taking her virginity. Afterwards, Telly meets up with his friend Casper, where they go to a friend's apartment to meet up with other teenagers as they use drugs and talk about their sexual encounters. In another apartment, a group of girls are conversing about their sexual experiences. Among the group of girls are Ruby and Jenny. As Ruby has had several different sexual partners, she decides to get tested for HIV. Jenny goes with her to keep her company and decides to get tested as well. Ruby tests negative. However, Jenny tests positive, despite only having one sexual partner with that partner being revealed to be Telly. While Jenny looks for Telly in order to prevent him from spreading HIV, Telly and his friends go to another apartment where he becomes infatuated with a 13-year-old girl named Darcy. Telly invites her to go to a party. Darcy is reluctant, but she decides to go anyway. As Jenny continues to find Telly, she goes to a club where she is given a pill. She later finds out the location of the party Telly is at. When she arrives, she opens the door to see Telly and Darcy having sex thus spreading HIV to her. Jenny cries on a couch and passes out due to the pill she was given. An intoxicated Casper sees Jenny passed out on the couch and rapes her, exposing him to HIV. The film ends with Telly narrating that sex is the only thing in his life worth living for, as Casper wakes up the next morning, unaware of what happened the night before. You know... There's one thing that barely came to me, brother, that did not realize it was going to happen. And that is that when we do a review on movies, there are certain movies that are extremely difficult to find streaming. Yeah. Holy shit, bro. This movie is not on Hulu. It is not on anything. This was really difficult for me to find. Mm. I did mention that it was on the Dimension Movies app, but even that was a pain in the ass because you got to put in your email and then you have to ask all, they ask you all these fucking questions. It's like, I just want to watch the movie, man. Yeah. And if you want to buy it on DVD, dude, not Blu-ray, DVD, it's $35. Fuck that. It's not even in the Criterion collection. What's up with the prices, man? Huh. But fuck it, man. Yeah. I've never heard of Dimension app, so. Yeah. Hmm. I did. And I said, fuck this, dude. I'm not doing it. <laughs> But yes, man, kids, this is one of the more controversial movies of the mid-90s. And let's not waste any time. So welcome, everybody, to the beginning of season four. Overall, episode number 40 of Beer in a Movie with the We Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always. I'm Tiki the Dominator. And I'm Danny. And joining us for this special episode is the good brother, Bullet Club, Dave Flaherty. Welcome, brother. What up? Hey. Man, thank you, thank you for joining us, man. Dude, thanks for having me. No, no, no thank you, man. Because you, we were supposed to bring you on earlier for a different uh, episode earlier in a different season. Mm. Technical difficulties and all this shit, but it's happening. Here we are, brother. Yeah, I'm and thank excited. You, yeah, and thank you for like spreading the word of our podcast, bro. I remember I told you of the podcast, and then it like blew up, and then you told us that you had told a grip of your friends about us so thank you so much for spreading the word for our podcast brother it means a lot cheers, cheers. You, you, yeah. you. but all right man uh kids holy shit this movie was fucking crazy man um i remember watching it 
many, many years ago. And we'll get into our introductions. We'll get into the movie and all that shit. But I don't want to go forward because I'm thirsty. So the discussion does not start without opening up some beers. So, brother, let me know what we're drinking tonight. Tonight, we are drinking a classic. We're drinking Heineken, the original. Yep, yep. Premium malt lager. Yep. And the reason we're drinking Heineken is because there's a girl in the movie who's drinking Heineken. We tried to get Old English, but for some fucking reason, I couldn't find it. You know, maybe it just got cold with uh, Colt 45, right? We couldn't find that either. Couldn't find it, man. But it's bullshit because I I swear when I go to 7-Eleven, I see it all the time. But when we need it, it's not there anymore. Yeah, I remember seeing it recently too, but I, I don't know. That's some bullshit, man. Mm-mm. But hey, man, let's get a swig right here. Let's not yeah. wasting time. Let's get a swig. Bottoms up, boys. Cheers. Salute. All right, man. So we have the shout out of the week, and he is right next to me. Dave, you're the shout of the week, brother. Thank you so much again, like I mentioned before, for spreading uh, the word for our podcast, uh, telling a bunch of people about us. We appreciate you so very much. And the story time I got is that when we weren't able to uh, get you on here for season three, we had to like stumble like really fast. And we're like, okay, we can't do this now. We got to do another movie. And we ended up doing Bloodsport. Yeah. Dude, so if you, Yeah. So if you guys out there listening, man, if you haven't listened to the Bloodsport episode, please do so. It's one of, personally, my favorite episode we've ever done. But yeah, man. So we had it. Thank you for suggesting Kids, because Kids is a movie that I was thinking about reviewing for quite some time, and it was cool that you brought it to my attention. I said, yeah, this is a sign, man. Yeah, and it was, yeah. As soon as you asked me, like, what what's a fucked up movie? I'm like, <laughs> Kids. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that we want to be the podcast that just reviews fucked up movies, but I think by now people get an idea of what this podcast is, is about, where we get these movies that we review them and it makes people go out of their way and tell more people and discuss them and more so movies that many people have not seen. Yeah. It gives like, brings it to their attention, like chance for people to see like more obscure movies. Exactly. And so fuck, like I did mention, man, like this movie is super hard to acquire. You got to like download it somehow. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You guys do your magic and get it. Cause this shit was not easy to get a hold of, man. You can go on YouTube and watch them, but it's only broken down in segments, and that's not really the way to watch it. It's more difficult like that, man. Yeah. yeah. But here we go. How about that? Uh, we'll get into the movie right now, but let's get in a ranking of this beer, brother, because I've had it many times before. Mm-hmm. I'm no stranger to this movie. Yeah. Uh, let me get one more swig right here. Mm-hmm. And who would like to go first and rank this beer? I think Dave should go first. Go for it, brother. Danny, I feel bad because... Uh... Not a huge fan. Of <laughs> it's okay, brother. The only reason we have it is because the girl was drinking it in the movie. It's so. fine. It's like easy to drink. It's light beer. Could be refreshing on a hot day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of five stars, what do you give it? Uh, three. Three. Yeah, That's actually pretty... fair. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Because I'm also going to give it a three, man. Yeah, this is a very mid beer. I've had a lot of beers that are a lot better than this shit, but I do enjoy it. And bottoms up to that. Yeah, Heineken, I think when I first started drinking, it was one of my kind of preferred beers for maybe a few months there, but um, I haven't purchased it in a long time. I'm not a huge fan of it anymore. I'm going to go ahead with a 2.5, just middle middle of the road for me. Yeah, mid, right Right in the middle. Yeah. Right there. So bottoms up, boys, to that. And then we'll get into the introduction of the movie Kids. The bottoms up. What do you always say, like, uh, cheers to the good man or... Oh, yeah. A swig for the good men. Swig, mm. swig for the yeah. good <laughs> Bottoms up. All right. So let me get into my introduction for the movie Kids, man. So I'd like to give a shout out to all of my brothers out in Goldenrod. Because when we were teenagers, I must have been 13 around there when I first watched this movie. I, I want to say we saw this movie on VHS. Mm. It was that long ago. And I don't mean to go into the plot too much, but... There are parts of the movie where, man, nostalgia just slaps me in the face. Skating, you know, uh, whippets, (laughs) you know, not that I'm saying that I did any of that (laughs) shit, but 
you know, skating videos and just kicking it and drinking and shit like that. Man, like we did all that shit, not to the magnitude that they do it in this fucking movie, but that's basically what we were doing out in Goldenrod when we were watching this movie. So watching it back then as a 13-year-old and watching it now as a grown-ass man, it's definitely an eye-opening experience. What was your introduction this day? Yeah, and they sneak into a pool to go swimming. Like, mm-hmm. they steal beer. It's like doing stuff that, like, we probably all did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I hung out with, like, the kids in school a year older than me. Mm-hmm. And they had all seen kids. And they told me, like, I need to watch this movie. And then uh, I watched it. And I was like, this movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's a fucked up movie. It's, like, nostalgia, like how you said. Like, back when I saw it, it's, like, it was like my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. I agree, bro. Because like I mentioned, man, like it's shit that we all did. I think we grew up around that generation still, you know, and then I'll get into like the writing of the movie a little later once we uh, break down this movie a little more. But the, the writing in this movie is like still to this day, there are terms that we use and shit like that, you know. But yeah, what about you, brother? Danny, what was, you, what was your introduction to this? Um... I had seen this movie before, and I thought I had it, like, in my queue, but um, I guess I didn't. But once you recommended it, I watched it, and it was interesting because I feel like I missed the boat. I should have watched it when I was younger. Yeah, I think uh, I think that has a really big impact. Watching it as a 37-year-old man. Or 36, I'm sorry. You know, I lost <laughs> Thinking count. Thinking ahead, after, bro? <laughs> uh, I lost count after 25, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't quite hit the same, I don't think. Yeah, it's definitely a movie that you you had to watch it, I mm. believe, as a teenager to yeah. fully appreciate it. Yeah. So I know like uh, opinions are going to be a lot different when mm-hmm. we give it the overall ranking, man. So let's yeah. get into the premise of this film. So it's basically one day. This movie takes place in one entire day. And it's following these kids out in New York. And it shows the perspective of a boy and a girl as they go through their sexual encounters and partake in drug use. Yeah. Right. So that's the premise of this movie. Now let's get into the characters of this. Uh, We're going to get with the main character who is Telly, who is played by Leo Fitzpatrick. And uh, I've seen him in quite a bit of stuff. We'll get into that a little later. I know you've seen him, brother, Uh in some other movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next character we're going to get into is is Telly's friend, Casper, played by Justin Pierce. He has since passed away. I've seen him in one other film. I think everybody has as well. Get into that a little later. Next is Jenny, played by Chloe Seveny. I got something to say about her a little later. Okay. I think I know. I think you know what movie I'm talking about, right, bro? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And then we're going to get to Ruby, who's played by Rosario Dawson. Uh, everybody, I think of... All the actors and actresses in this movie, she's the one that's been the most successful ever since. Mm-hmm. So I've seen her in many, many other things. She is a great actress. And the last character I'm going to get to is Darcy, who is the 13-year-old girl that Telly becomes infatuated with later, played by a woman named Yakira Pegaro. So those are all the characters right there. And along the way, there are more characters. They're very minor, but we'll get there as long as... Uh, The film progresses as we break it down. So we're going to get into the plot of this film. But one more swig for the Goodman. Cheers. 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 All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the film begins with a boy who ends up finding out his name is Telly. He is with a young girl they are making out. Uh, What he does bring up is that she is a virgin. And... Telly is kind of asking her, kind of maneuvering in a way to have sex with her. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that she doesn't want to do it, not because she doesn't want to lose her virginity, but it's because she doesn't want to have a baby, is what she says. Uh-huh. And little do we know that it's even fucking worse than that. Get into that a little later. The one thing about this film, too, is that there is Telly narrating uh, as it goes by throughout in the film, he does narrate saying that he loves virgins. Okay, that's what he wants. Uh, he says he's 17 years old. And he, he loves virgins because there's no diseases. There's none of this, none of that. Blah, blah, blah. You get fuck I'm saying. Yeah. So he ends up taking her 
virginity. Uh, I got to say, that scene took a while. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you guys agree? Yeah. 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 Okay. So after that, this is the introduction to Casper, played by uh, Justin Pierce. Casper is Tally's best friend. And when they meet up, dude, Casper's just casually drinking a fucking 40 in the paper bag. Let's remember, these dudes are like 17, let's say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Obviously, they're underage. Uh, I have a little nitpick here I have about this. It's like, it isn't because they're having a conversation. It's like a pretty lengthy, like two minute conversation where they're going around. Uh, you're just, they're looking for like a 40, right? To, to steal a 40 of malt liquor, right? Yeah. During the discussion that they're having, it's not until like a good two minutes later where you notice someone in the back looking at him having his fucking 40. Because immediately I would have been like, what the fuck? What is this kid fucking doing holding just a 40 ounce like fucking casually? I used to be so scared to drink when I was a kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> used to like look out for cops and like hide. Yeah, behind but buildings. this motherfucker don't care. This was just casually walking around with the with no with nothing, dude. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. Was it a brown bag though? Right? It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're walking around with a brown bag and drinking in public, I mean, people put two and two together. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But in New York, that's the mentality. Nobody uh, cares about anything else. Very true, brother. Good shit right there. Uh, while they're conversing on the walk, uh, I got to bring up, bro, this the one thing I got to say about that is the writing in this movie, man. The writer in this movie is uh, Harmony Korine. Uh, he, he's actually a director as well. If you've seen Spring Breakers, anybody? That sounds yeah. familiar. What, what's uh, that one about? James Franco. Uh -huh. He's got the cornrows and everything like that. It's like a drug Maybe. dealer. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know. Okay. Uh, check that movie out. But he, or if, he another directed fucked up. Another fucked up movie called Gumbo. Mm. Gummo. Gummo. Gummo, right? Yeah. Uh, Chloe Seven is in that movie too. We'll get into mm. that a little later. Uh, but yes, Harmony Corrine. Like the thing is, the writing in this movie is, if you pay attention to the writing, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like wacky shit. But no, that what I, what I like about the writing in this film is that the the lines for these kids perfectly match the character. Yeah. Of this shit. And mm -hmm. we'll get into a, a little a little scene right here where to back up my my claim right here is that while they go and to this uh liquor store to steal a forty ounce of malt liquor, uh when he takes like a peach, right? And then there's like this Asian right there, dude, like noticing that he took the peach mm -hmm. uh besides the forty ounce of malt liquor, he calls him a fuck boy. So nowadays that term is still used. And right here in 1995, they use that term. Yeah. You got to give uh, Harmony Corrine credit for the writing in this. I know it's not like you're not going to get Oscar words with fucking lines such as, you know, fuck boy and oh, your mom's titties this and shit like that, you know, but it perfectly fits the character of these of these kids, man. Mm -hmm. He's super real. Like uh, you can see interviews of him on Conan O'Brien and shit. Harmony Kareen or whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, did I pronounce it wrong then? I don't know. Kareen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay out of that one. Dude, <laughs> that that uh, that scene though where Telly and and Casper stealing the forty ounce. I remember as a kid looking like, damn, that's a that's a good way to fucking take a forty. But then, like looking back at it now, it still looked caught up as fuck to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's like you could have easily fucking noticed. Yeah. To me, it looked a little caught up. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking about writing, like uh, Casper asked Telly how it was, and yeah. he just uh, puts out his fingers for him to smell. Oh, uh, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. And he's like, butterscotch, yo. <laughs> oh, uh. yeah, dude. <laughs> See, shit like that. It's like deaf, like these fucking kids would definitely be saying shit like this. Yep. Yeah. Right? So let's give credit to the writing right there. All right, so next scene, after they steal the 40 ounce, they go to a friend named Paul. They go to his apartment. And this is where I, I mentioned earlier that nostalgia just like slapped me in the face because Paul is has his apartment with a bunch of the other uh, friends are just right there. And they're watching skate videos. They're smoking weed. They're drinking. They're using whippets. <laughs> and they're just kicking it, talking shit to each other. Like when I was their age, uh, me and the homies, we were doing shit like that too. You know, 
I, I, I'm not seeing anything about the whippets. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Sans whippets. Yeah. You know, I mean, not to this magnitude, but and then just uh, talking, talking shit, kicking back and just being friends, you know? Yeah. So then Paul gets a phone call, right? They answer it. And on the other end, this is the introduction to Jenny. Jenny is asking if Telly is there. And then when we, so this is when the, the movie cuts back and forth where they have, uh, oh, this is also the introduction to Rosario Dawson's character, which mm. is Ruby. Uh, they go back and forth and it's like a compare and contrast of the experiences from a male and a female perspective of these kids and their sexual encounters. Right. So if you guys remember that part. Yeah. The one thing I do remember about this is that they kind of say shit. And then when they go from scene to the next one, like from the girl to the boy and the boy to the girl, it sometimes seemed like they were like contradicting each other. Yeah. That was the point, right? Just yeah. They're, they're conflicting. Yeah. Because Telly, Telly says that, you know, the girls, man, they love to be romantic and all the, all the shit. And then the next scene, it's a girl saying, oh, I suck dick. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> They're different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really well done how they kind of contrasted between them both. And I will say they captured the essence of of being young. Mm-hmm. Like the conversations that they have and the way that they speak, it's very accurate. It is, man. And so what we end up finding out in this scene is that Jenny wants to call Telly and get a hold of him. And then we find out that Telly took Jenny's virginity. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is where, like, Ruby, right? Rosario Dawson's character, she basically says that she's a hoe, man. Right. <laughs> she has been with a bunch of dudes and talks about all the different type of shit the dudes did to her and how she loves it. Uh, like all a- the other anal, women. Anal yeah. Stuff. All of that, man. All that shit. So this is to just say, that she's been around. She's been mm-hmm. passed around. Mm-hmm. However, Jenny has only had sex with one person, and that is Telly. So then this is where we get where Ruby says that because she's been with all these dudes, she felt it was right for her to go get tested for HIV. And then Janie went with her to keep her company, but she decides to get tested as well. Just on a whim. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's never bad to get tested. PSA yeah. out there for all you. Yeah, and then it, it's funny. Yeah, good shit. <laughs> and then uh, it's just like a like a one of the random friends that is with uh, Casper and Telly. Uh, the random dude just starts bringing up about the diseases, right? Mm-hmm. How oh that shit isn't real. I don't know anybody that fucking has it. And then on cue, it goes to the following week when Ruby and Jenny get the results yeah. of their HIV test, mm-hmm. uh, and Ruby comes out negative despite having been passed around by different people. And Jenny comes out positive yeah. despite only being with Telly. So now let's back up a little bit. So she got HIV because of Telly. So now if we go to the beginning of the film, this young girl who lost her virginity to Telly is now contracted fucking HIV. Yeah. That is some brutal, brutal shit right there, man. All the virgins get <laughs> HIV from Telly. Fuck. Yeah, they didn't really say how he gets it, right? We never figured it out. But yeah, I think they were trying to hammer the point home that nobody's safe. And they picked uh, a pretty good contrast. The other girls, she's been with everybody. She's done everything. And she came out clean as a whistle. And mm. then poor Jenny, man, just yeah. the, the one time, that's all it took. Man, that shit ain't fair, man. So yeah, it's it's very uh very eye opening. Very much so. So next scene, man, they... maybe maybe a <laughs> cougar took Telly's virginity. Man, we never knew that, right? Cause... And then and then he got hooked on taking virginity. Well, I mean It's a theory, t- man. Telly's a scumbag, right? So he probably <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he puts his dick in anything, it sounds like. I mean he, <laughs> he likes virgins, but I'm pretty sure he doesn't turn down uh anything else. So that's very probably how he got it. I agree, man. That's that's interesting theory to bring up, man. So next scene, man. I didn't mean to laugh at this, but fuck, I had to, man. Again, the writing in this shit was pretty fucking funny. Is that there is a conversation between Telly and Casper as they're just walking around. Uh, they're looking for some weed <laughs> along the way. 
the uh, Casper talks about how his cousin uh, went to the Special Olympics and got with some special people oh, yeah. with braces and uh-huh. took the, I don't know if they, they took their virginity, but I was like, fuck, dude. As a kid, when I watched this, I don't remember it. But then now, like hearing this shit, I just fucking like, oh, dude. I was like so ashamed to laugh at this, dude. Uh, I don't know. Uh, did you guys catch that shit, man? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just thought it was fucked up. It's fucked up, dude. <laughs> Casper's a scumbag, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Later on, right? Especially. So, yeah. So then, so then they go to like, uh, like the the subway, right? We're telling Casper just trying to get to destination to get weed and shit like that. So on the subway, Telly brings up Darcy, right? So this is just the seeds to be planted that there is a girl out there named Darcy, and then we end up finding out that she's only thirteen years old and a virgin, and. Telly brings up that the first time he saw her, she was eating watermelon. Juices were down her shirt, all this shit. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. So he's clearly infatuated with this girl, man. So now let's back up to another scene, or excuse me, go forward to another scene where Jenny and Ruby are outside the clinic. And obviously Jenny's devastated, man. She has HIV. She doesn't know what to do. And then Ruby hugs her and says, we'll work this out. It's like, who the fuck is we? <laughs> you fucking came out negative despite getting passed around all the fucking time. And then this is actually the last time we see Ruby in this movie. Yeah. And to me, dude, I was like, dude, I, I seriously remembered it that she was in this movie a lot. But no, this is all we see of her. Yeah, she was uh, she's almost like a bit player, which mm-hmm. is uh, it's kind of strange because I also thought she was going to be a big part of the movie, but now she was only in there for what, like maybe five minutes total. Yeah, that's it, man. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like thinking, like, why wasn't she at the party like later in the movie? Yeah, it would have made sense if she was at the party later, mm-hmm. but she never came back. She probably went to go fuck some guy. Hey. <laughs> Show her to the other party. Uh, that's probably right, bro. But I think there. I think it's because uh, Rosario Dawson just stands out so mm-hmm. much that. She seems like she's in the movie a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Next scene again. I, I had to again laugh at the writing in this shit. Okay. So Telly uh, and Casper, they go to Telly's home. He goes to borrow some money from his mom, but his mom won't give him shit. Yeah. The thing is that made me laugh here is that, dude, Telly's mom is breastfeeding uh, a baby as she's smoking. What the fuck is that? But that's not the part that makes me laugh. It's the writing here where Casper and Telly go to Telly's room and Casper goes, he's just like, man, your mom's tits. Good, <laughs> man. I'm like, that motherfucker would say shit like that. Yeah. You know? That's why they're best friends. <laughs> they're both like pieces of shit. <laughs> but what I'm wondering is why the fuck was she smoking if she's just breastfeeding? Yeah, that's pretty bad. You At know least... that whole cliche bullshit that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree mm-hmm. uh, that could be why telly's such a giant piece of shit yeah i, I mean, mean fuck, it could be this is 1995 so the effects of smoking and <laughs> you know while you're pregnant and having a kid is are, were pretty well known at the time even back then mm-hmm. yes next scene brother we go into telly's room he's with casper <laughs> and i gotta bring this shit up man this is, I thought, like a good way to just kind of bring out the characteristics of Casper because he's such a scumbag. Mm-hmm. So he gets a hold of this tampon and he puts it inside cranberry juice and sucks, sucking out the juice out of the tampon Ugh. just to make him look like even more of a sleaze bag. Yeah. yeah. Did he get the tampon when they were stealing money from his mom's purse? Oh, dude, that's what I forgot to mention. Thank you, brother. Is that. Because uh, Telly is asking for money uh, so that they can buy the weed, right? She says she doesn't have shit, but she ends, they end up stealing it from her. And possibly that's where Casper got it from. Mm-hmm. And then I also got to bring up how shitty, like, his form... Because he's working out, too. Because he wants to say how, like, like oh, I want to get big. So he hits, like, the shittiest, like, five-pound dumbbell I've ever seen with the shittiest fucking form. And starts doing these bicep curls. You're not gonna get big <laughs> like that, buddy. Huh? Yeah, you you need better form, heavier weights, and some protein. Come on now, everybody mm-hmm. fucking knows that. He's toning up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I he's... mean, he's a skinny as motherfucker, huh? <laughs> I mean, fuck, 
give him a fucking double cheeseburger and he'll start bulking. He's <laughs> motherfucker with skin and bones, man. Yeah. I thought he was uh, McLovin. Oh, oh good Mac- call, dude. Mm. McLovin. Yeah. When I saw the Superbad trailer, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, the guy from Kids. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't age over yeah, 10 years. at right? all. It was like 10 years later. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that little kid syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. So next scene, now that they got the 15 bones from uh, from his mom, they go to the park and buy some weed, which I thought this fucking scene looked really fucking dumb. I think it could have done a little better. They buy weed from this guy. Uh, they make it so fucking caught up. Uh, he's like, hug him, and then they drop the money on the ground, and he's looking around for cops and shit. Yeah. It looks so fucking stupid. So like, the reason I have a problem with this is because if you want to be so like uh like stealth that you're going to buy the weed then why the fuck are you just smoking it right there in public like nobody gives a fuck mm-hmm. yeah who knows man yeah why they care so much about buying it uh-huh and then they sit there and smoke it yeah exactly dude yeah and the guy selling it was like too paranoid to be mm-hmm. selling weed right mm-hmm. it's like dude you're in the middle of a park selling weed like this isn't your first rodeo you know yeah. what's up these guys are clearly too young to be cops so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but this whole scene though, like uh, at the park, you know, they're skating again. They're just smoking, drinking. They're even rolling dice. Yeah. Right. And then you see like this like random gay couple, uh, just oh, walking yeah, into yeah. the park mm-hmm. where the fucking uh, the group of kids they all the way they react to them they start calling them the f word mm-hmm. and shit like that. And again, let's go back to the writing here this is very believable writing sounds very like what's the word i'm looking for we're like uh it's just organic. so believable organic Thank you. yeah brother like that it's just definitely again that what these fucking dudes would say and yeah. again like uh, this is 1995 so you know back in the day uh they they really made it a scene that whenever someone like came out of the closet it was like a big fucking deal because yeah. i remember an mtv around this time they would make that show true life remember that show yeah, true life that's a good show yeah and they would have like these whole like documentary style episodes about people and how it was important for them to stay closeted and shit like that because yeah. back then when when people came out as gay it was like a massive massive news yet yeah. this couple's just right there out in the public and you know why because they get a reaction like these fucking kids are giving them it's ironic because uh telly's giving them shit and like gay people are like known, you know, that community have HIV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Telly's the one that has the HIV. Yeah. Unknowingly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I good, think, uh, good point, brother. Yeah. It's a good point to make that they're trying to blur the lines that, you know, it's not just something. It's back then, still, it was known as like a gay disease, right? But mm-hmm. that was like just such misinformation. And yeah. this, this happened before the whole Matthew Shepard thing. I don't know if you guys remember that. Uh, the, the guy who was uh, beaten and left mm. uh, on a fence post or whatever. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So this is all like a hotbed during this time of gay rights and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is right in it, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. And so the next scene, bro, and this is still they're still in the park. And this is one of the more uh, scenes in the movie that I remember the most is the Casper starts skating and he gets bumped by a random dude. Right. To where Casper even says, like, as much of a piece of shit Casper is, he says, I'm sorry, man. Hey, what the fuck? But the the dude that he bumps into is like an aggressor. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking shit to where the friends start jumping him. One of the dudes, his name is Harold. He's one of the friends. I forgot to mention him earlier on. Grabs a fucking skateboard and knocks him the fucker out. Hits him right in the back of the fucking head, bro. Yeah. I remember this scene so vividly, like us out in Golden Rock watching this movie and saying like, oh shit, dude, that's crazy. Because we used to skate. We know how fucking hard skateboards are. Mm-hmm. And you fucking knock a motherfucker out in the back of the head with one of these. Damn, that shit was brutal as fuck. And like, they are, they pussies that they are, they fucking jump this motherfucker. Uh, and to add insult to injury, Telly fucking spits on them, man. Or the kid. He, he's like a kid, right? Yeah. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him, and then it's just, like, overly brutal. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the guy did kind of ask for it. He, he, yeah. I and mean, Casper well, not... did say, like, hey, my bad, dude. I yeah. don't even want to deal with this shit. But he was the aggressor, dude. Yeah. 
I don't want to say he deserved it because nobody yeah, deserves a beating like yeah, that. But yeah, fuck, exactly. Age. He could have just said fuck it and to keep walking, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was probably hospitalized after mm-hmm. that beating, though. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Next scene, man. Going to a park because all right, so it's Jenny and a cab, right? The reason I want to bring this up is because like Jenny, for all intents and purposes, just found out that she has HIV. She's having a shit day, but the cab driver actually makes her smile in this. Uh, is there anything to bring out from this scene that you guys thought anything that was noteworthy of it? Because from what I think is like this, this cab driver just says, like, if you want to be happy, you don't have to think about anything. You just you just live hmm. to where that makes Jenny smile despite her having such a shit day. Uh, just that she's happy to be alive, I guess. She's probably trying to like... Uh live every day to its fullest because now she knows she's fucked mm-hmm. uh, yeah this scene was uh was pretty good honestly i thought the cab driver was kind of annoying <laughs> it, it reminds me of like modern day ubering when you when you're drunk or you just <laughs> yeah. want to drive home and they're trying to chat you up and it's like god damn it i just want to fucking <laughs> get where i'm going you know mm-hmm. that's that's the vibe i got but what yeah. i got from the scene dude was that i enjoy the the change of tempo Mm-hmm. From this, you go from the like the the male perspective where they're being the shit out of a guy, uh-huh. and then you get to the female perspective where they're in the cab scene, and it's a lot slower, nice little conversation. Yet she still is able to smile through such bullshit and mm-hmm. horrible shit that's happening to her. Maybe the cab driver had AIDS. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh God, fuck, dude! <laughs> I didn't even look into it that deep, man. No, he was an older guy. He was just <laughs> trying to cheer her up, I guess. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, because he's the one that notices uh, her through the, the rear view uh, mirror. Mm-hmm. It's like, you you look sad. You need yeah. to smile and shit mm-hmm. like that. But no, okay. So like going forward now, Jenny, whenever we see Jenny, it's because she's out looking for Telly because he wants to prevent him from spreading HIV, right? So then on cue, we go to the next scene where Telly... And a bunch of the friends, uh, they go to another apartment. This is the introduction to Darcy. Darcy is a 13-year-old girl that I mentioned that Telly and Casper were talking about on the subway. Yep. So this is her introduction. And this shit was like, seeing this movie come out in 1995, it's funny now, looking at it all these years later. Because nowadays, when you want to hit up a girl, you got to text her, you got to do all this, maybe a phone call. Nah. At this time in 1995, Telly's just saying, yo, Darcy, outside the window. Yo, Darcy, <laughs> Darcy. And then fucking they like the answer and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Uh, long story short, he invites uh, Darcy to go hang out with them. Initially invites them out to go to a pool to go swimming mm-hmm. and shit like that. And then we get to the scene where, uh, oh, I, I forgot to mention this. Um, outside of the apartment, there is a girl. She doesn't have very much screen time in this. Her name is Misha. Mm-hmm. She's just a girl that's just right there. She happens to know everybody. All right. So she does come in uh, later to effect because, like I mentioned, uh, Jenny's out looking for Telly. So eventually, uh, Jenny bumps into Misha and tells him all the whereabouts and shit like that. All right. So we get into the pool scene. All right. So. Well, I was thinking, dude, that when I was a kid, when I first watched this set, I thought they were just went to a random pool. But no, they like break into a place to go yeah. and swimming in a pool. That's like a community pool, right? But it's mm-hmm. after hours, so mm-hmm. they have to jump the fence. I mean, it's not that secure. It's not like an indoor pool. Mm-hmm. And it must be summer during New York. Yeah. Because it's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do mention that. Yeah, I forget to mention that. So it's they might be on summer then. summer break. That's why they're going all wild and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude. makes sense. Damn, great analysis right there, brother. So the one thing I want to bring up is when they go into the pool is that Casper and Harold and a couple girls, they jump into the pool while Darcy and Telly are kind of off to the side. Mm-hmm. And so Telly doesn't have a shirt on because uh, they're all going to the fucking pool, obviously. Uh, but you do notice that he's got like a pimple is what Darcy brings up. She's like, oh, what's this pimple here? And he says, oh, this is my third nipple. Triple <laughs> really, nipple, baby. Triple, yeah. <laughs> but what that is, it's like the early signs of like contracting HIV. 
fuck. Right? I, to me, as a kid, for some reason, I just I didn't put that together. Hmm. Did you guys? I don't know if you guys had like the same thing to say me about either. that. I just thought some people have triple nipples. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, while they're getting uh, just acquainted, as I fucking say that in quotes and shit like that, uh, Telly invites Darcy to go to a party. Uh, to some guy named Steven's house. We don't see Steven. We don't even fucking, they don't even mention him until, up until this point. We don't see him until we get to his party and shit like that. She's reluctant to go, but she ends up saying fuck it, like, okay, and shit like that. To where Jenny, we uh, go to the next thing, Jenny goes back to outside Darcy's apartment, and she goes back to this girl, Misha, and says, have you seen Telly? And she says, oh, were she, I saw her leave, or I saw him leaving with Darcy. And they bring up like this club called NASA, right? That's what it was, yeah. Or at least they call it that. They don't ever call it, like, there's no sign that says NASA when they get, it's just a club. I think it is NASA. I mean, it it has to be because it sounds like a ridiculous club name in New York. Yeah, well, the only reason I think. It's called NASA's because like NASA's up in the stars and that's where you go to get high. Because you blast <laughs> off into space. Yeah. I think you're thinking. I, I got it off of that. You're thinking too much into it, man. I think it's just a, a rave club to get well, did high. You ever see, did you ever see the name NASA on there? No. Exactly. So I think that's what they are implying. Uh, they refer to it as NASA. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's. I have to disagree with you on that. I feel like that's, a, that's, that's a way to too advanced for 13 year olds 14 year olds to be thinking i think that i think it was actually called nasa we're going deep into this (laughs) yeah oh i am but because i never i was always looking for the word nasa Mm. at this i'm like where the fuck is it no it's where they go to get high Mm. yes and then jenny goes to nasa she goes to the club and it's like damn dude they even have like like now i wouldn't say a bouncer but they have people that like like security and shit and it's like all this crazy shit is happening at this club there's clearly drug use there's fucking making out there's one dude with like three different girls uh they're all fucking making out groping each other filling up on one another and nobody there to stop it and shit like that and they're high as fuck yeah high as fuck it is weird too because these people are supposed to be underage so Mm -hmm. This has to be an underage club, maybe, or just nobody gives a shit. I don't but know. But then you clearly see that they're like serving alcohol and shit. Like, oh yeah, I guess yeah. So maybe they just uh, y'all had fake IDs or something. Mm-hmm. They relax on carding people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this this scene, they it jumps back and forth to Jenny going to NASA, and then actually uh, the rest of the group with Telly and Casper and them going to steven's actual party Mm -hmm. so steven like steven's house is a fucking mess the parents aren't there they're having a crazy party everybody's getting fucked up everybody's smoking everybody's drinking and then they go back to jenny at the club where she is given a pill Mm. where like this dude just just like shows her around uh this club where she says oh take the pill where i'm assuming it's ecstasy yeah Right. And she's Jenny's like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. But the fucking dude just shoves it down her fucking throat. Well, she does swallow it. So. She swallows it. It's like if you're reluctant, you could have spit it out. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Oh, I mean, she was having a bad day. Right. Yeah. I mean, fucking <laughs> maybe it wasn't ecstasy because she passed out later. Yeah, that is true. I mean, that's true. It could have been. Seriquil. Fuck, dude. I, I was always under the impression that it was ecstasy. I um, did. I did too, but he he brings up a good point. Like she mm-hmm. got fucked up by taking that pill. Dude, like I know there's a scene where like, uh, okay, well right here, uh, this random girl goes up to her because she wants to dance with her, right? And she's like, oh, are you? Have you seen Telly? Telly's at Steven's house. Which mm-hmm. by the way, how did this girl fucking know? This is the introduction of this random girl. How did this random girl know where Steven's house was happening? Or even Telly, they never had an interaction. I think it was like. Uh implied that steven's house was having a big party so and these these people are all close friends and close-knit so it's one of those things where everybody kind of knows what what's going on you know mm-hmm. well, so then except for jenny yeah so then when jenny leaves bro like man she looks like shit man i think she was in an elevator she looked like she was about to pass out man mm-hmm. 
they did the good like makeup making her like under her eyes look uh, like crazy ass sleeping bags and shit mm -hmm. looking like fucking undertaker in 1990 and shit like that <laughs> like fuck you look all dark yeah it was like this and then again like i mentioned they they go back and forth to steven's house and fuck dude there's a scene i gotta bring up man because like everybody at this party is getting fucked up they're either making out drinking smoking and or both and just getting fucked up there's these four kids man they're little kids like at least like casper and telly they're like 17 16 17 whatever no man these four little kids are legitimately little fucking kids yeah they're like in sixth grade dude there's there's four of them sitting on a couch and it looks like they're smoking weed this shit looked really real man i mean what parents would let their kid be in the film where they're smoking weed whether they're <laughs> actually smoking weed or not i don't fucking know but fuck this shit looked real as fuck dude mm. and the third kid looked high as fuck dude i think it's <laughs> it, real i think, you think real. i do too uh so some laws are broken here there's fuck, no way dude. that they uh they gave little kids a weed but <laughs> or their acting is amazing right yeah you know yeah. now that you mentioned that i maybe it was real because uh I don't trust 13-year-olds uh, to act that well. Yeah, they never do. And these kids look fucked up. <laughs> really fucked up, dude. So let's fast forward to a scene now. But like as the party progresses, uh, at this time, man, at Steven's house, everybody's fucked up. Everybody is like almost passed out. There's a dude that's throwing up. Casper's in the fucking bathtub. Mm -hmm. And the remaining people... Like, there's Harold again, who's telling a girl, basically, like, hey, let's smash. She doesn't want to. She's too fucked up and shit like that. There's Steven. You finally see Steven. Steven's there making out with a girl. And then Telly and Darcy show up at the party. It's a fucked up apartment. Everything looks like shit. Telly tells Steven, let me use your parents' room. Darcy's going to let me fuck her, is what he said. Yeah. This is brutal shit by the and way I, everyone's shirtless yeah. Like, yeah you can tell it's hot as fuck because no one's wearing a shirt like mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's a yeah. good point brother i didn't even i i put like the nasa thing together but i didn't put that <laughs> that it's hot as fuck and they're all shirtless <laughs> i just thought they were just wild as fuck everyone's yeah. like all the guys no one has shirts on <laughs> yeah. yeah and he takes darcy into the room they start making out and let's keep in mind the reason Jenny is going to find tellies to prevent the spread of HIV. So as a viewer, you're looking at this shit and you're just like, damn, like Jenny, you need to hurry the fuck up. But she's drugged. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's too fucking late. She gets to the party, opens the door. Darcy and Telly are having sex. So now Darcy loses her virginity to Telly. And contracts HIV. Well, we don't know that, right? She's just exposed. She, you don't, you don't get HIV guaranteed. Sure. But if you're a virgin, there could be blood involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good point, brother. But what I didn't like about this scene is how she just gives up. She opens the door, and then Telly's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And then she just walks away. It's like you've been trying to find Telly all day, and you found him. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just be like, you know what, you piece of shit, you have HIV. She could be heartbroken. She could be like drugged. Like I think the drug part is what prevented her from doing this shit. Because she she looks like she's about to pass out. And yeah. she eventually does. She goes mm. into the couch. She cries and passes the fuck out to this is probably the most disturbing fucking scene of the movie. Where Casper is in the bathtub. He wakes up. He sees... Uh, Jenny passed down the couch and fucking rapes her, dude. Yeah. I gotta say, man, this scene took a while, man. This was like an uncomfortable two minutes. And I was like, fuck. Dude. And I do remember this scene, man. I remember all of us at Goldenrod watching this movie and being like, fuck, dude. Um, it dragged quite a bit, way mm. too much for my liking. Yeah. But I get what they were trying to do here. It's fucked up. So now Casper has contracted HIV. At least you think, right? Yeah. He probably already had it. Mm. Yeah, good point, brother. Good fucking all, point. Also, this was the most disturbing scene. Mm -hmm. Yes, hands down. 
It's I so w- fucked up. Go I will run. say though that uh, the one thing I didn't like is how this party everybody like went night night at mm-hmm. like all a certain su- point. All the sudden, yeah, everybody's just like, oh, let's just all go to sleep at the same time. But if anybody's ever been to like a party like this, there's always at least. A couple. People. Yeah, there's a few people smoking cigarettes yeah. and still drinking, but everybody's just like, "Oh, let's just all go to sleep at two in the morning." Well, let's remember, man, they're kids. Yeah, you know, they're lightweights, and on top of that, they've been smoking weed all day. Mm-hmm. Casper's been drinking malt liquor since the fucking morning or afternoon. It seems like. Yeah. So it is a little believable. Uh, yeah, we don't expect them to be up to our level. You know what I mean? Like to be drinking shit all day. Yeah, but I remember when you were young, man, you could. You could stay out longer. But the point is that these these characters in particular are way too young. Okay. You know, they're teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I could drink like 15 beers and I wake up with a hangover when I was like 20. But these guys are like five years younger. Mm. You know, that's just my my way of viewing it. I could see that. Okay. All right. So that concludes the movie. Of actually no it doesn't after uh jenny sadly gets raped there is a narration where uh telly says that the only thing in life worth living for is having sex and then casper wakes up he's fucked up he doesn't know where the fuck he's at and he's unaware what the fuck has just transpired he has no idea he's probably contracted hiv and that concludes a depressing ass movie, especially the ending of Kids. And then and he has a smile on his face. Fuck, dude. It's a very controversial film for its type. Uh, definitely eye opening. We'll get into the overall thoughts in a little later. But next is our segment of notable work from some of these actors and actresses. So here we go, man. So if you enjoyed this movie for what it is, there are some notable work uh, that you should also check out. So let's start with Larry Clark, that director, and Leo Fitzpatrick. So we're going to kill two birds with one stone because Larry Clark directed a movie that Leo Fitzpatrick happens to be in. I have not seen it, but Danny, you have, right, brother? Yeah, that movie is Bully. Mm. And it also stars, what, Brad Renfro? Renfro? Sorry. Sadly, another person that has passed away. Yeah, rest in peace. I actually liked him as an actor. He was pretty good in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- what is it about the movie? Like, uh, because Leo Fitzpatrick is not the main character no. in this movie, right? He plays another scumbag in that movie, but <laughs> that movie is based off of a real life incident that happened in the early '90s. Oddly enough, of this group of kids, it was big in the news back at the time. They were just a bunch of burnouts, dropouts. Uh, they would get high and and drunk every weekend and stuff. But there was one of the the kids in the group who was like a bully he was this big buff guy which is funny because in the movie he's played by nick stall and he's like skin and bones <laughs> but anyways uh they hatch up this scheme just on one of their trips of just getting high to murder this guy because he's a bully hmm. and they brutally murder him and this movie is based off loosely based off that incident so it's, it's i've always kind of liked the movie it's not a great movie but hmm. um i i enjoy it Cool, cool. And you say that he was like a piece of shit in this movie, right? Yeah, he plays like the son of a kind of a gangster, uh, but like loosely because I think they're in Florida. Uh, Don't quote me on that. Though, okay. But... Well, it's funny you say that because the only other uh, uh, work I've ever seen of him, he was also a scumbag, but it's only in a comedy sense. And he's not the main character. He's a recurring character. And that is the show of... I will say it again many, many times. I've said it on this podcast. Please go out of your way and check out My Name is Earl, (laughs) one of my favorite shows of all time. He plays Sonny. Mm. He is a piece of shit. He's in jail all the time. Earl sees him in jail. It's a funny show. Please do yourself a favor. Check out My Name is Earl. All right. So the next character we're going to get into is Casper, played by Justin Pierce. I'm pretty sure all of you have seen him in next Friday. He played Roach. And uh, in the movie, like, he has a skateboard. And, that, I mean, this is the only movie I remember him in besides kids. And in and, and, uh, kids, he plays a skater. And yeah. so does that Harold Hunter guy. 
Yeah. And they're both, they're real skaters. In real Damn. Life. That's something I didn't fucking know. Oh, I didn't know that either. So that's cool, man. Hey, let's go back to My Name is Roll. Yeah. Because Jason Lee was a professional skateboarder. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Same yeah thing. I'm sure everybody fucking knew that. No, I didn't know that. You know, the, I like Jason Lee from his acting. I think mm. the first movie I saw him in was Mall Rats, mm-hmm. one of my all time favorite, you know, yeah. underground movies. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith directed it. But, um, yeah, I never knew he was a skater. And then yeah. when you when I learned that he was, I was like, holy shit, he was actually really good, yeah, too. Yeah, he was very good. Yeah. <laughs> he started a certain uh, skateboarding company. I don't remember. I don't, at the top of my head, I don't remember which one. Uh, skaters out there, you're probably like yelling at this episode. <laughs> you're telling me which one it is and shit. But yes, next character we're going to go to is Jenny, played by Chloe Seveny. And there's a certain movie that I know. I Have we brought it up in the podcast, bro? I, think I feel so. like we have, but I don't remember what episode it was. Mm. But that movie is The Brown Bunny. Oh, God. And the thing, is, I'll say this about this movie, okay? The movie is not that bad. The thing is with me, uh, it's directed by Vincent Gallo, mm. and I'm not exactly a fan of his directing, <laughs> right? Because we, we've seen another movie from Vincent Gallo, right, brother? We saw yeah. Buffalo 66. Yep. Solid movie, not too bad it's just not my cup of tea you know but the thing that chloe 70 will always be remembered for i mean maybe her fucking career who knows is that in this movie she legitimately gave vincent gallo a blowjob yeah right unsimulated yeah and the thing is at the cons film festival i believe they were like talking shit about this movie because if you're doing an actual like sex scene then it would un under definition would be pornography yeah when clearly it wasn't it's was just a fucking art film mm-hmm. you know and I, I i hope her legacy in acting isn't this because she is very like grossly underrated man she yeah. is very good actress yeah she fucked up with that one man uh mm-hmm. she was great in american psycho right yeah, dude, I forget that she was on there, dude. Mm-hmm. But the one movie I remember her the most fondly is Boys Don't Cry. Oh, she was in that? She, yeah, uh, Hillary Swank is a transgender man, right? Mm-hmm. Her love interest is Chloe Sevigny's correct character. Mm. She was very I don't good. That. Don't quote me on this, I, but I believe she got nominated for an Oscar on that. Uh, she was really fucking good in that, man. Okay. Has any, have you guys seen that one? Have you seen her, brother? No, no, now I want to. I've oh, seen yeah, it. Go for it, brother. I've seen it, but... I think I saw it when it first came out, which was yeah. what, like 99, uh-huh. 2000, around there. Hillary Strank won an Oscar for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that very good fucking movie. And the last thing I want to bring up about Chloe Seveny is there is a an original Netflix show called Bloodline. She is a side character in this, but she was very fucking good in that. Go out of your way and check out Bloodline. It's only three seasons. Uh, show ended a few years ago, but I highly recommend it. Very good uh, show. Mm. Cheers. Mm-hmm. One more swig for the good man right there. Go for it, bro. Listed like three movies that I need to see. Yeah. Well, the <laughs> Bloodline's a show. So if you're ever bored and you need, you just want to kick back at the house, get your snacks, get your beer, and you have three seasons of uh, content, check out Bloodline, <laughs> brother. It's a great show. By the way, I thought Hillary Swank was a man. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh low blow. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, don't say sorry for shit, bro. <laughs> bottoms up she's, to that she, she's a boxer right mm. that's a million dollar baby yes wow. that's a great movie she won an yeah. oscar for that as well i believe mm-hmm. all right and so the last what uh... a handsome man what a handsome man. <laughs> 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 fucking hey last character we're gonna get to is ruby played by rosario dawson <laughs> there are two movies i'd like to bring up i brought this movie up many times on this podcast before Please check out the 25th hour. Mm-hmm. Very fucking good movie. Edward Norton's five minute monologue about uh, just the stereotypes in America, how he's so fed up with everything is just worth the watch itself. It is so damn good. Please go out of your way and watch the 25th hour. It's fucking awesome. The next thing I'm going to bring up with Rosario Dawson is a Netflix show. I'm sure you all have seen it. Please go out of your way and check out Daredevil, man. That show got canceled, but I heard that it's going to get brought back, although I don't know if it's going to get brought back on Netflix. Mm. The Daredevil show was fucking awesome, dude. That's what I heard, yeah. 
It's so good because you know how like the whole fucking movie with Ben Affleck, I believe he was mm-hmm. in. I love that it, movie, it, dude. Nah, nah I'm you're just fucking, fucking with me. I'm okay, <laughs> yeah, please tell me you're fucking with me because that movie was dog shit. I saw that movie in theaters. Okay, <laughs> and and I was a little iffy on a, about the show because I was like, man, that movie was trash. Yeah. And no, dude, they fucking did it so damn well. Rosario Dawson is in it in the first season. She might be recurring in the other seasons. I don't recall at the bat. I will it, jump in and say, sorry, yeah. that uh, apparently that terrible uh, Ben Affleck movie, they released a director's cut that supposedly was a lot better. I heard <laughs> the, the same thing. Yeah, but I never watched it because the first one was so fucking terrible. Why did they just release that one then? Well, because I guess it was like a Hollywood thing where they studios, yeah, yeah. So maybe, hey, maybe that's a potential future review of the director's cut of the original Daredevil with uh, Ben Affleck Uh, and his his wife. What? What's her name? Jennifer Gardner. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By the way, uh, night night nurse. That was the character that Rosario Dawson played in. Yes. Yes. Very good. Fuck yeah. And the last Rosario Dawson that I'm gonna bring up is Sin City, man. Mm, This is another film that I brought up before in this podcast. A fucking great film. Uh, An ensemble cast. It's so good. When I think of Rosario Dawson, I think of kids and Sin City, man. Mm -hmm. Please do yourself a favor and check out that movie. It is fucking awesome. I think of Clerks 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right, brother. Dante's love interest. You never go ask the mouth? (laughs) (laughs) If anybody has any other Rosario Dawson films, chime in, man, and then oh, Osa- Osaka on Ooh. Disney Plus. Oh, there you go, man. It's uh, animated, is it? No, it's a live action, new live action. Mm. It's good. You, it's, uh, you said Star Wars, right? Yeah, Shit like that. Okay, yeah. I, I will admit, I'm not a Star Wars fan. Yeah, uh, me either. But yeah, so... I'm sure it's great because Rosario Dawson's pretty good. Mm-hmm. She's the so... perfect casting. Awesome. Mm. Good to hear, man. So one more sweep for the good men right here, brothers. Cheers, gentlemen. And then Cheers. we're going to get to our overall thoughts, all right? Let's do it. Thumbs up. Yep. All right. So if you guys don't mind, let me go first on the overall thoughts, yeah? Mm. Okay. I was going to say, we got to let our guests go first, man. Okay. You want to go first, brother? Go yeah. for it. Uh, if you haven't seen kids, you need to watch it. It's like uh, our real lives. It's mm-hmm. like a real movie about how you probably grew up mm-hmm. if you're a cool kid. Oh yeah. man! Except, could... <laughs> except all the except all the HIV stuff. Yeah, yeah. If you could give it on a ranking of one to ten stars, brother, what would you give it? Shit, like a nine. Oh, Ooh. elite, okay. elite range. All right, that's what's. Up. It's a great movie. It you is. Could watch you could watch it over and over. Mm. That's for up for debate because I'm actually gonna bring that up right now because my overall thoughts. If you don't mind, brother, let me go. Yeah, after, go ahead. Yeah. Is that for me, Kids is such an eye-opening film, man. Watching this as a 13-year-old kid, watching this movie on VHS, and then all these years later, uh, it's such a different perspective now, now that I have kids of my own. And I don't want my son to be going through any of this bullshit, you know? And then just the whole nostalgia of it, you know, slapping my face with the whole skating whippets i never did it the drinking all that bullshit the partying fuck like i did a lot of it but not to the magnitude of how it is in this film um again like a solid acting all around i thought the cinematography was decent enough the writing i thought was a very big fan of it because i felt like these kids legitimately would say shit that they do in this film and it fit the characters perfectly especially for the narrative in this. Uh, man, it's really fucking hard to, to rank it, but overall, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10, man. I think because, like, uh, I watched it as a kid and then watching it now with, like, clearer eyes, it's, like, really uncomfortable for me. Mm. Like, I felt, it, especially the ending and shit, how depressing it was and stuff like that. But overall, very solid film and a very, it's a movie that I think people should go out of their way to watch, man. That's why you should get a nine because. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. I mean, it's it's great that you brought all that up because for me, when I first started this podcast or in earlier in the episode, I said that I felt like I missed the boat on this one. I didn't see it when I was young. So seeing it as an older man, I guess, best way to put it is I missed out on a lot. 
even though I lived through that at the time, if I would have seen this movie when I was 16, I would have been all about it. But now that I'm seeing it older, I'm just kind of annoyed, right? Mm-hmm. The best analogy I can I can think of is when I was a kid, right? Remember we used to go skateboarding or we'd play basketball in the driveway and stuff. And there'd always be that curmudgeonly old man who'd come out <laughs> and be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, right? And you're like, what the fuck? We're, we're not doing drugs. We're not being like a pain in the ass. Like, leave us alone, old man. But now that I'm an old man, dude, I totally get it. You know, it's it's fucking eight o'clock in the morning on a Saturday and there's kids skateboarding and you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the guy yelling at the world. Shut the fuck up. You know, like that's me now. So despite, you know, I've already gone through the sexual awakening and all that stuff when you know I'm well beyond that point. So as as an old guy, I'm like, fuck, these kids just just uh I don't know. So you, yeah. yeah. So for me, I am also gonna give this a six out of ten. Oh <gasps> all right. Great minds think alike, brother. Mm, yeah, but for different reasons. Different reasons, yeah. Yeah. But yes, man, that is kids. Do I I know I said that this movie is tough to watch, but somehow acquire it. Mm-hmm. Get uh, if you want to go on YouTube and watch it in segments, I don't think all of them are there. Just do yourself a favor and check this movie out. It's definitely worth your time. It could even be even an educational fucking movie for you. That's guys what I was going to bring up. Also, like this that. would be a great film to show your kids as fucked up it is, as mm-hmm. it is. It's it's a great like tool to be like, yeah, things are fucked up, especially growing up. So, yeah, I agree, man. So, so if you take anything away from this podcast. Show your kids the movie Kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah. definitely a kids movie, right? It's the name. <laughs> That's a swig right there for the good men. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Special mood. thanks to the good brother Bullet Club. David, thank you, brother, for joining us, Dude, man. Thanks it was for having me. Awesome. Yeah. Man, thank you so much. Please check awesome. out please check out uh all the following uh, episodes that we got going on please join us next week because next week's episode it'll be danny's birthday pick it's the good brothers danny's birthday mm-hmm. so danny has chosen a pick of one of his favorite movies to review it's gonna be fucking awesome and please be on the lookout for that so remember to be kind to one another everybody much love to all of you peace Mwah. hasta la pasta see you later Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week for Danny's birthday episode as we review one of his favorite movies of all time. And that movie is Cool Hand Luke, a classic film directed by Stuart Rosenberg. Please go out of your way to watch this classic film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all. Bottoms up.